0: Welcome to OEM Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy duty on and off highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with Drew Carruthers, director of product strategy at CM Labs Simulations, about the benefits of using simulation technology when developing smart and connected machines. Let's take a listen now. What are some of the simulation technologies CM Labs offers which can aid with development of smart connected machines?
1: Uh, we offer a bunch of technologies, but also services. I mean, we, we've been down this road multiple times with clients that, to help them kind of transform the way that they're developing the machines. Um, usually it starts with the requirements and the expectations and so that we can help them integrate our, our platform, which is Vortex Studio, into their organizational workflow. So um, starting with the services, what we can do is we, we, we look at that, we, we develop a gap analysis of what they're looking for and what they're expecting from it. Um, training for that, customizations for that, consultations for that. I mean, we live with Vortex Studio every single day um, to mm-hmm. make our own simulators. Uh, we have really, really high demands and, and to push simulation and technology for our own products. Then we, we pass that down to the OEM partners so that they can leverage it from their designs. Some recent examples that are kind of exciting are, are sensors. Um, sensors are a massive part of connected machines, and it's mm-hmm. really the race to figure out integrating these ones, working with these ones, because the machines are becoming uh, quote-unquote aware of their environment. So how can uh, this kind of frontier of, of design, which is simulation, um, how can that benefit from these kind of newer technologies? So integrating sensors into it, um, we're currently working with a, an OEM on that part of it. Uh, another example of, uh, of integration is with PLCs and remote operating stations. So that's their own technology. Uh, we We seamlessly integrate into those ones to kind of get out of the way of development and just offer our services without any type of uh, kind of overhead or technical overhead that goes with it. So those are those are the two uh, two or three good examples that we do are currently working on.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay so how can the use of simulation benefit design teams when they're creating connected machines or smart machines?
1: This is really interesting because it, it actually used to be a frontier but it isn't anymore. Like when, I, when I first started, six years ago, seven years ago, I visited an OEM who told me about the design process. It was 30 days from mm-hmm. drawing it, to uh, manufacturing it, to assembling it, to putting it in the field, to connecting it together, then getting the operator's feedback. That can be done in a morning now. And it's not, it's not, what that does to teams is it allows them to iterate quicker and, and find those problems quicker. Um, so it's really about the flexibility and scalability of this. If you want to use simulation, what that means is human in the loop testing. Um, it means testing things in real time before it exists. So it benefits the design teams to get that feedback, to break them away from designing in any type of trappings of like of a bubble and getting that feedback earlier, which every developer mm-hmm. will tell you is the most critical thing to get. The, the critical moment is near the beginning of the design to catch those big problems that are coming down the pipeline. So. Simulation benefits is allowing more collaboration and more scalability a lot earlier in the process so that the product ends up being more vetted by the time it comes out.
0: Mm-hmm. okay. And so what are maybe some of the design challenges you guys are seeing manufacturers facing when developing smarter connected machines and how could um, simulation technologies such as that that Sim Labs offers help them overcome those challenges?
1: Well, the race is on. I mean, the race is on for machine learning and automation. And what machine learning is, just to, to step back a little bit, what machine learning is, is you, you pose a question to the simulation. Um, I want you to navigate around this course without touching anything. And what machine learning is, is making a guess and testing that guess out and then learning from the best result and then trying again with that best result. So it's a really quick way to evolve, like quote unquote, evolve the code into learning from itself. That clearly takes hundreds and thousands of iterations, like into the tens and hundreds of thousands really. So simulation is absolutely essential to be training these machines to learn from itself. If that simulation isn't going to be feeding back accurate information, then the assumptions it's making about what's correct and what was successful is wrong. And the errors will compound very, very quickly when you go and try to translate that into real world. Um, so it, it builds a, a real shaky, shaky foundation for it. Um, co-simulation is another really interesting example. Um, in co-simulation, what I mean by this, it's, it's integrating into other systems. Um, There's a great example that we, we work really, uh, have had a lot of success with the Canadian Space Agency and the work with their Canadarm. So they have their own simulation there But they had a deficiency they had a a problem with grasping mechanisms which we do very very well so they had an incredible spec sheet as most space agencies do about these really strict technical requirements that if you wanted to play nice inside their world you needed to meet these type of requirements and frequencies and whatever so the fidelity was really important to them um and the mission training i mean this is something that's out of normal right so they were they can't go and train people on the job so it was critical that they solve the solution so working with them, co-simulation, you have 80% of your simulation figured out. We'll take the rest of 20% with our high fidelity and give you that valuable data back. So therefore you can train your operators and iterate on your machines. And, and that's how simulation really starts to shine through. Mm. Um, the, in general, what happens with OEMs is they're, they're kind of faced with three different types of designs. Um, some things that is gonna run the business or so like a maintenance task, something that'll grow the business like reducing risk or increasing costs and something that will transform. Uh, and that requires buy-in. So all what simulation does is it allows people to get bought into to the idea earlier. And when you wanna be transformative like that, particularly with connected machines, it's essential that you get that because it's a, it's a team effort.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And are you guys finding at all that OEMs are hot? Like maybe how early in the design process are they utilizing? These simulation tools, or is it throughout the design process? Is yeah. it very early? Or- from
1: the very beginning, from the very beginning, like you can start your design, machine design in there. We've worked with OEMs who wanted to do, do it from the very start and the whole machine. We worked with OEMs who wanted to do a certain component of it. So they were really happy, say, with their hydraulic simulation and they wanted to do and and, and with the fidelity that goes with that, and they wanted Vortex Studio to cover the rest of it. So we were able to interface with that very, very early on. With that particular group, that OEM, the design was done. They were doing more of the, of the run business type thing. So a little bit of tweaking, getting a human in the loop stuff mm-hmm. with the ones that were starting at the, from the very beginning, uh, the OEM that we've worked with starting, I believe two years ago or one year ago, they designed it from scratch. They, their whole point was to design this entire thing from scratch inside Vortex Studio and to leverage that kind of advantage as they're um, getting feedback from their operators and their stakeholders.
0: You kind of touched on this a little bit before at the beginning of our conversation, but maybe if you could go into how simulation solutions have maybe adapted to aid with the development of smarter and more connected machines?
1: Yeah, that's the most fascinating part. I mean, it's really evolved. We love what we do. We're really proud of what we do and people have caught up to those expectations um, they, they are now starting to expect more from what we do. So development has become more and more complicated, more and more integrated systems, more expectations from these connected machines, meaning more stakeholders. So we, we, we push our technology to be friendly, to play nice. So now that we are um, really found a home in helping people articulate vision, Um, to getting operators feedbacks. uh, It really is more collaborative. We feel like that people are now really starting to to get what is the full potential out of this technology, where previously it was only the dreamers. It's really hitting that mainstream. So what we've noticed is um, it allows people to explore deeper areas uh, to not only use simulation, but expect more accuracy, more flexibility, more tools out of it, which helps us push our technology further along. So we feel mm-hmm. that uh, we've really matched up with people and, and now we're, we're kind of running full steam together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and what, what's evolved for us is making sure that we get out of the way of that process, making sure that we are there to, to really help them out and, and to improve their lives.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so how does the company see smart connected machines evolving from maybe your guys' point of view and what role simulation might continue to play in um, OEMs development of those types of machines.
1: So everything is moving towards sensors. Everything is moving towards efficiencies. I mean, that that's really what what the market is asking for. Um, they They want to do things faster, safer, more productive, and that that necessitates machine learning and that necessitates AI and integration into third-party systems. So machine control systems, um, connected to the cloud to make decisions. I mean, it's really, it's happening. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's inevitability. So the winning OEM will be the one who recognizes that connecting into those things with their machines and using that wealth of information to support their operators will have the winning solution that people are more productive with and are more happy with and are safer with. It, the proof will be in the pudding. In order to do that, if you're gonna be integrating more computers and away from just hydraulic controls and into onboard computers and into integrated systems, operators are going from operators to systems integrators, systems monitors and working with those things. And that's great. Simulation can help prepare people's mindset for that. Simulation can help prepare for the training of that. And simulation can help in the design of that because in and itself, it speaks that same language and it can prepare people so that at a launch, People are all already up to speed and all ready to go in because they were involved in that design process, which is actually very revolutionary for for our industry. So it's it's exciting times for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, do you see the simulation technology itself continuing to evolve as well as these machines evolve, or are there any sort of like new aspects that or techniques that might come into play with the simulation technology? As it right now, belongs? what I'm
1: seeing as far as the trends go is the integration of the third party. There's much more yeah. players now and there's much more people who are seeing uh, a benefit of integrating with third parties. So we need to follow suit with that and make sure that these machine control systems can be used and trained inside simulation. That, I mean, we, we partner with machine control systems and mm-hmm. we partner on the execution level, on the marketing level, but also on to the vision level. Um, we want to be able to be collaborative and partner and grow together with that one. So where I see simulation going is, is more evolving into a partnership. Mm. Um, it, it isn't just a training tool anymore. I mean, that's a well-established fact. It, 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 it does very good in that. But now the simulation technology, it's a partnership in the evolution. It's a partnership in your sales team. It's a partnership with your development team. It's a partnership with your training and a partnership with your marketing. We are getting deeper into and finding benefits, mutual benefits of deeper integration with OEMs. And uh, that's where I see it evolving can continuing to evolve in that direction because it's um, it makes sense. It, it benefits everyone. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win and there's no downside to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today about uh, simulation technology and how it's being utilized to aid with the development of smart and connected machines and how it will evolve further.
1: I uh, appreciate interest, I always enjoy talking to you. So thank you too.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to Drew for providing his insights into the use of simulation technology. And be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry.